Hello everyone, and this is Reed's Simple Life, and I'm Reed. Actually, my name is Tara Reed, and <laughs> it's a controversial name right now. Um, I've had it, I've heard it from friends that's like, wait a minute, that's your name and, and uh, stuff, and uh, let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, when you're in social media and stuff, and people are doing searches and stuff, and if they don't do the search right, people can harass the wrong person. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> um, there's trolls, there's bullies and everything on the internet. So, let's talk about this. I, I don't know if I want to talk about that, but maybe I want to talk about um, more of the Me Too unit movement that um, is supposed to help people like that. Um, you know, it's, it's stuff... This, this happened in 90, around 93, you know, when she interned. She's a younger woman, and she, in a sense, was, she was violated by a politician. Someone, you know, she was looking to go into, she's supporting, he was, you know, someone that was her idol and stuff, and he put her in a position that just marred her and affected her for a very, very long time. And this, the shame of this is that people in the Me Too unit, uh, movement, it's not for the woman. It's it's turned political. Um, the bare bones of it is that, that people that have been so, oh, oh, all about this, this, you know, support the woman, support the woman, when the woman is against someone that they want in the political party and stuff, then it's not about her. It's like, oh, we need to support him instead. Um, that's just wrong. Um, and it's shameful because it will destroy what the Me Too you know, movement was supposed to be about. And, you know, that's a scary thing. That unless you're on the correct side, if you're not doing the right, you know, if you're not in the right party or, you know, hating the correct person I don't even you know you know uh, the fall of like Harvey Weinstein it should it wasn't political thank God because the stuff that he did um, but people on a certain political side they're getting away with stuff because it's like oh it's fine because of who, you know, who they are. That's basically what you're saying. Because Joe Biden is a Democrat and he's the Democrat choice. It's okay that he physically touched someone inappropriately. Where, you know, I'm not crazy that Trump did it. I didn't like it. I don't like it now what Trump said about that. I've never supported that. But Biden physically did this to this woman. He stuck his digits inside of her, inappropriately, up against the wall, put her in a really bad position, and people aren't addressing it. News stations aren't addressing it. Uh, mainstream media is avoiding it totally. Yeah, it was, you know, almost 30 years ago when this happened. But Kavanaugh was more than 30 years ago, People keep, like, bringing that up, and it was proven that she didn't even know what she was talking about. She didn't even know who she was. It was proven. I mean, nothing substantiated 
and all that and it's so frustrating that this 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 that it's so biased and that the that people aren't being treated the same because of political preferences let's clarify Tara Reid she's a Democrat she's still a Democrat she doesn't want it to be political I agree it shouldn't be political it is a horrible thing that happened to someone that scarred her for quite a few years I mean she um, didn't say names but she did sorry I had to get a drink of coffee but she did communicate that this happened to her and and you know it's gonna take her time it was gonna take her time to recover she it could have taken her up until now it's like I have to say this I have to discuss this and so now she's talking about it you know but she's kept it very non-political like I said she is a Democrat she's not a Republican um, her neighbor who she talked to and also you know witnessed about this happening to her um, is also a Democrat also says she's still gonna vote for Biden which to me is disgusting but it's her choice it's her right but like I said the shameful part is that this happened and no one is is owning that this is a concern and I mean I hate to say it this he, he probably doesn't remember it sounds like he's I think he's probably done it a few times and people just kept their mouths shut um, but with his mind going I mean thing is is do we want um, Jill Biden to be the next Ruth Wilson. Um, Ruth Wilson had the best for the country. She she technically or untechnically, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, if you know anything about Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson, his second term, he had a stroke. He did not run his office. Ruth Wilson ran the country. She wrote up the documents. She signed his name. It was her signatures, her writing, everything. If you knew that, we've already had... A female president in a sense she ran like she was kind of like the ghostwriter behind Woodrow Wilson she she was the the person that and he almost ran for a third term with her running you know basically being the person behind the it's fascinating it is it's truly fascinating that that this um, could have happened um, and she did so much so much more uh, that fascinates me way more than um, what's going on because let's let's be they're not being upfront about it they're not covering it they're like trying to keep it swept under the rug okay let's look at this and this is turning into a political thing and I'm so sorry I did not want it to turn into a political thing but it is so here's the problem I have with this He's not coherent enough to run for president. I mean, he gets in office, he gets elected, heaven forbid, because he can't speak properly. He, he, he's to the point where, I mean, we had Ronald Reagan, who was one of the oldest presidents. The man could speak. He could drop one-liners. He was, he was so coherent and so functional for his age and everything. Loved it. 
And he made jokes about his age all the time. I mean, he just, he was just fantastic. Um, Biden cannot. Biden is a lost puppy. Or a dog with Alzheimer's. I'm not sure what you want to call it. The man, he, you know, on podiums and lectures, he can't remember who his boss was. He, like, he's in Iowa speaking, and he's like, you know, for president, well, you know, my boss. Because he couldn't even remember Obama's name. So his memory's going. Other things seem to be, you know, he, he's not coherent enough. That's a concern. I mean, and people are still wanting to elect him in. So whoever his vice president is, is going to be the power, you know, the whoever's controlling Biden or is Biden's staff is going to control that. When Biden, if Biden has to step down, his vice president is the one. So you're really voting for or electing his, you're, you know, the vice president, which I've noticed they have not declared that yet. But think about that. Think about who... You know, who he chooses as his running mate um, is who you're going to really have to deal with in, I think, in office. Because he's going to get declared, I think, incompetent pretty pretty quickly unless his staff really rolls on that. I mean, can you imagine the State of the Union address with him? I mean, he can't do his little podcast. <sighs> I really didn't plan on being political. Okay, so... The concern is, is about Me Too. Let's go back to that. But this is the problem, is that Me Too has become political. Because you listen to Alyssa Milano, who I used to admire. I grew up with Alyssa Milano on TV. She's in my age bracket. I mean, it. She, she, I just thought she was great. Then she's gone. I'm not comfortable with how she speaks, I'm not comfortable with her beliefs in. I'm definitely not comfortable when she comes and she's like, you know, she's all about the Me Too unit, but Me Too, but she's Me Tooing Biden. She's not Me Tooing Tara Reid. She's not supporting Tara Reid, she's supporting Biden. And she says, you know, Biden's the one, you know, we really need to look into it and stuff. So instead of supporting her, like all these other women she has that's been against, obviously, Republican people, it's become political. And she's ruining, she is, she herself is ruining the Me Too unit uh, movement, and it's it's so horrible. I just I'm just so heartbroken over that because that's supposed to be able to protect even people like you know what Corey Feldman and Corey Haim went through when they were younger, and and such. And I know that's like left field. It is and it's not. Um, you know the casting couch has been around a long time, and. People, you know, they make light of it. They make jokes that the person's sleazy and stuff like that. They are sleazy, but they put on, you know, they've got a snakeskin on. Some of these people aren't, you know. And unfortunately, the harassment, the sexual harassment of interns and stuff by politicians, it's out there. It's not just Joe Biden, I'm sure. And, you know, people... Doing favors to get somewhere or feeling like if they, you know, want to keep their jobs and stuff. That's horrible. That's so, so horrible. And, and there's people out there like that. And 
we should be, you know, making sure people are protected and, and feel, you know, that they don't have to give up something they don't want to. Now, there are ones out there that want to do that. That's their choice. <laughs> it is choice. But sometimes, people are not... I'm putting my makeup on. I'm getting ready for work. Um, some people don't have that choice. They're put in a position, pressured, um, and stuff. And some of these predators are really good at that, where... It makes it seem like you chose to do that when you didn't. And that's another another scary avenue that they've been doing it so long that um, they've crafted the, the game, I guess. Um, and that also is, it's scary and it's shameful. And, and there needs to be more awareness for that. And, and it's not, you know, and this isn't just a Hollywood thing or a political thing. It happens all over in workplaces and, and such. I mean, it can happen to a few people in other situations where, especially if you're you know, you live paycheck to paycheck and you're in a situation like that, it can happen. Um, someone that seems more mature and debonair and, and stuff can, can work that angle and take advantage of someone from that perspective. It happens, unfortunately. Um, and this isn't a new problem. This is a problem that's been around, um, unfortunately, a long time. But... Just because it's a good old boy or, oh, well, this, you know, it comes from a good family doesn't mean that they're not bad apples out there. People that, you know, want to get away with taking advantage of someone, they're out there. And that's the shameful part of this. Um, it happens. I, it's... Why don't we just, and I hate saying it happens because we need to stop it from happening. But when people, it's like, they just said, well, you know, you can't go up against this. You, they're basically Alano and mainstream media saying he's above, he's above the law. They've complained and they've, they've gone on the House, the Senate, all these people have gone on and on about um, Trump's not above the law. Um, believe me, that poor guy and his family has been called... For every little thing. If they look at someone wrong, they're called on the floor. If he didn't, you know, because he signed the treasury checks, which, okay. Most people nowadays have direct deposit. Let's clarify that. So, what does that matter? The other ones, uh, it's digitized. He signs, it prints, it didn't slow down any of them. It's, it's a thing. So, why does that matter? Why is people over trying... See, this turned political. Uh, um, <laughs> I was trying not to do that. I really was. Um, it's just a shame that, that that has to be the focus. The stupidest things. We're in a, a country in crisis right now, and we need to think about taking care of our... 
our people make sure the you know the health you know people are getting healthy people are getting better um the healthy people the shame thing is is that we have the he healthy people um squirreled away not out working and stuff and and there should be a balance for this i mean you you should be able to you know the, it used to be that you, you quarantined the sick you didn't quarantine the healthy and now we're quarantining, you know, so many people, except people with certain jobs, which, I mean, that's going to happen no matter what. But what about, why aren't we quarantining the sick, especially the ones in certain health brackets, they... You know, if the chances of them, you know, I hate saying that rolling the dice, but if they, you know, they don't have heart problems, if they don't have diabetes, if, you know, certain situations, why are they, why are they quarantined? Why, you know, these people should be able to go out, they should be able to make a living, you know, help keep the economy stimulated. Now, saying, you know, severe diabetes anything that could trigger this, COPD, you know, like, I have um, um, a mother-in-law with COPD. She should not be out and about. She needs to stay quarantined. I totally support that. That, to me, is important. Very, very important. But, ones that, and I know that sounds so, you know, some people are like, well, how's that fair? Well, it is fair because it's stimulating the economy, as far as I'm concerned. If you have someone that is healthy and capable, let, let them work. You know, let them go back to work. Let them, you know, stimulate. Let them, let's be out there. This is not healthy for so many people to be contained, especially the, the individuals. I mean... Family units are going crazy because they're spending so much time together, which that's a whole nother, whole nother story as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, you know, where we, we were used to, where we had family time at night and that's not as much the way, you know, the cycle has changed and stuff. Uh, I remember, you know, Friday nights we had... Certainly, Sunday nights was like the Disney movie. We'd have, we get to have one bottle of soda, the glass bottles, and pop, we had a bowl of popcorn, and all the kids sat and we watched, that was kind of like movie thing. Friday night was like the action TV shows and stuff like that with family. And, but you did stuff with family, like, it might have been indoors, outdoors, you know, in the yard and all that, and, and such, but it was there. Uh, nowadays... It's just not the same. You know, summertime was summertime you planned it and it was things you did with your family and all that. Homeschooling feels like, oh, well, it's homeschooling. Well, homeschooling is a little different than that, except, well, especially with mine. Um, we had a homeschooling program, and the great thing about the homeschooling program was we had what was called a co op where kids had PE together. They, um, the co op, pooled together and paid retired teachers to teach 
certain classes that you might not be as, as clear on, you know, that higher level to keep the kids at a certain educational level. And, and I loved, loved that. They had a football team. I mean, this, th I love, this was such a fantastic, um, and this was homeschooling. But this many kids and this, you know, and because of the, all that going on, that changes the perspective of how that's done. And that's a shame. Um, it's kind of like this is, and I don't want to call it that, the practicing for an apocalypse where you, you know, you only go out when you absolutely need to and stuff like that and, and such. Mentally, you know, how is that health-wise? I mean, are you in a place that you can do this? That's how it kind of is coming out as, is survival. Yeah. Um, that's, that's important. And we shouldn't be. We are not in an age where this type of thing should be all about the survival of this and the survival of that so but where I am starting next week things will start opening up um thank goodness as a um if you want to say it takes a village and stuff we've had a very good support system to support the local businesses and and, and keep as much as possible them running so that's one wonderful thing and it has been a struggle. It still is a struggle. I mean, there's these small business owners that, you know, we have to help make sure that they survive. Because that's what America's built on. These corporations, at one point, were small companies that built up. We don't want that creativeness and the thoughts and the we don't want it to die. We want it to thrive. So we're on a little hiccup. But now, we need to think about that. We need to want to build it up and go. So definitely support, you know, those businesses as they open up or they, they are doing that special extending, figuring out ways to survive. Because they are. They, they're having to get more creative, and it's hard for some places to be creative. They're limited. They're structured and stuff. Okay, this was kind of a Debbie Downer one, and I am so sorry. But uh, that wasn't my thing. I mean, it was on my mind, the Me Too unit, and, and it just kind of randomized. <laughs> but um, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in these people that were forerunners in this and the devastation that they're creating where you're basically saying um, it only depends who you who attacked you if certain ones of certain political um, preference then they have a right to sexually assault someone and that's scary it's scary that that that's um, 
that they're 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 going against what they started because of who someone is. What does that say? That he has the right. He had the right in the 80s and 90s and heaven forbid where how farther else. I mean, because he we've watched him touch people inappropriate or. So, so many videos and stuff where he's done things very oddly but it's okay for him to you know it's not okay it's not okay for him to stick his fingers inappropriately in a woman it's it's just not i don't i just don't get that and it it's it scares me that that people are like oh well we want him to beat trump so we don't care what he's done but, you know, all these people want to impeach Trump for saying the word and about grabbing, which, like I said, not a fan of, not favorable at all. But, uh, it just, my, my mind is just devastated over this. I don't know what else to say. It, it, it truly is. I'm just devastated over this turn of events. that it's alright for him to fondle, inappropriately fondle someone and treat them like that. It should never be okay. It shouldn't. And this woman, like, she put it off as long as she could. But anyway. Everyone have a wonderful day. Um, please enjoy your day. Please um, think positive thoughts. And as we move forward in this this time of positivity, needed positivity, I will talk to you soon. Bye.